0: Hey, everybody. uh, Nice to to hook up with you again for podcast number three, Chatting Between Takes. I'm Sean Benson, and today I'm super excited. I have in studio, in my living room with Tease, my first official guest. I don't want to discount Emily um, because, obviously, as a co-host, she's fantastic, but she lives here. So Atticus Mitchell is joining us today. How's it going, Atticus? What's good, baby? Let's start. (laughs) What's good? (laughs) Um, (laughs) let, let, Let me start with, when I met you, you were Atticus Dean Mitchell. Yeah.
1: Yes, I was. What happened? Well, here's the deal, because, <laughs> I mean, when I started out in the business, mm-hmm. I have the name Atticus Dean Mitchell, and I think Dean is such a great middle name. It's fantastic and I, think, name. I mean, I thank my parents for all of my names. They're all pretty great. I'm proud of all of them. Yep. But when I hooked up with Pam, Pam Winter, my uh-huh. agent now, and uh, we were talking about maybe changing my name a little bit, maybe going with just Atticus Dean and dropping yep. the Mitchell, Ooh. keeping just Atticus Dean Mitchell and all that. Um, And it was a struggle because like my parents were there and my dad, you know, I've taken Mitchell. They were there at the meeting. Yeah, they were there at the meeting. And he just kept saying Atticus Dean Mitchell's the way to go. You know, it's such, and I was going like, it's a bit long. It's kind of, it's kind of out there. Well, I had a conversation with Torquil
0: uh, uh, Campbell from uh, Stars and also I worked with him on a show and he said the exact same, at the time he was doing three names. I can't remember what the Mm -hmm. middle name was. And he goes, wait, what's his name? Uh, let me let me look this up while while we're talking. Torquil. Torque. Torquil. Yeah. Do you know him? I Don't. That just okay. Wonderful like a actor. Name. I was so jealous when we worked together because he was so talented. Uh, it doesn't even. He 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 plays with the stars and uh, see Wikipedia doesn't even list his his full name. We were working together and he was like, I think I'm gonna use my middle name. We'll call it uh, Carl Torquil Carl Campbell. Uh, <laughs> And it had to
1: do with like it was just really in vogue at the time. Yeah. The
0: three namer. Yeah. Uh, what year was this that you were having this meeting?
1: Yeah, oh God, this must have been four years ago, probably
0: ballpark. I mean, it was a little earlier than that, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So your guess, dad was. I guess
1: I guess late 2010 was yeah. uh, the big three name extravaganza. of so 21st So your dad intro.
0: was pro Nemage. A he toi. was he was
1: pro all three, and I think my mom was too. But just recently, I I, I saw every time I would look at like IMDb or see a bunch of credits. I'd be on a movie with a bunch of people. I'd be the only one there with three memes. And I felt like it just stuck out like a sore thumb. Not like a horribly sore thumb, but kind of a sore thumb. And so just recently, I finally made my own IMDb Pro account because I figured, you know what? I'm 21. It's time I entered the adult world. It is indeed. Took charge of my own business. I can't
0: believe you're only 21. And
1: I uh, dropped the Dean just to see how it looks. You know, I might bring it back. Maybe, but I think it's too far gone now. I'm just going to go with Mitchell. So that's it. I like, I like both.
0: I like I both. That, And that's
1: also the problem. Can I
0: tell you I like the Atticus problem? Dean the best? The problem
1: and trouble. I said it at the same time. <laughs> like that's the
0: trouble. <laughs> we're going to hashtag trouble Prouble. now. P-R-U-B-B-L-E. P-R-U-B-B-L-E. I like it. Um, Sounds like a Flintstones character. So uh, can I say I liked Atticus Dean most when you said it? Like, I, what happened to that
1: one? If we're going to have an exclusive here. <laughs> okay, hold on. I <laughs> also like Atticus <laughs> Dean best, but I know that my father is very set on our last name, okay. so I didn't want to... I figured, it. you know, Atticus Mitchell, is still, it's acceptable. I am acceptable. proud
0: of my last name, too, and, yeah. you know, like when I see it up there. So, by the way, I was looking at a thing totally... Uh, it's funny we're talking about this. It was talking about the newest popular names. Atticus is yes, one of them. I had heard that. Atticus, I had heard they that showed that was a the photo thing. of Gregory
1: Peck from To Kill a
0: Mockingbird and, you know, Atticus Finch. Uh, Ranked number
1: one on AFI's... Um, greatest American Heroes or something like I that. I buy that. Something like that. I buy that. He's okay. By the
0: way, if you haven't watched *To Kill a Mockingbird* or read the book, or read the book, one of the rare times I think the movie does capture. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's brilliant. And by the way, relevant to, to the sort of boiling cauldron of racial race, race, race relations. <laughs> racial relations in, in, in today's um, world. In today's world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the other popular names, by the way, uh, one was Lapita. Lupita. which is nice oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you good. know it's you, you get uh she's amazing she's a great actress and it's all like kind of actor actress names or kind character names so maybe people are excited about uh young drunk punk or what i
1: would hope so did we just go um <laughs> daenerys is one of the other ones Dana- oh no way yeah i i guess it's a pretty name but with the backdrop i feel like that's kind of it's gonna be dated. It's, it's kind like of really a,
0: bad. It's almost like getting uh, like a Batman tattoo on your foot in 1992. Oh, exactly. Or any kind of a tram stamp, where it brands you as a certain yeah. age at a certain time. And for anyone who hasn't seen the show or read
1: the book, by the way,
0: not like against tram stamps. No, no, no. Just no. saying if you, it's if indicative you got daddy issues, of a thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna judge. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm saying if you haven't seen right, Game of Thrones, exactly, yeah, chill. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's... If you haven't seen the book or if you haven't read the book or seen the, seen the HBO television series, everyone loves so much. That's on, based on a book? Something like that. I think so. <laughs> so Do you I read here? the books? I haven't. I, okay, I tried I haven't reading either. the first one and, and kind of, no, I got lost. I, I got lost in the second I chapter. I prefer the books, but yeah. I've never cracked them. Yeah, if you don't know it, everyone's going to be pronouncing that name wrong. Yeah. I don't even know how to say it still. No. I think you said it right just well, now. I, I
0: said it right. Uh, I don't know why. I think it was phonetically spelt out where I was reading it. Fair enough. Daenerys. Um, D- Daenerys. Daenerys. But good name. And it's great. Uh, great when it's accompanied by a picture of her.
1: Mm-hmm. She's lovely. Lovely, right? Very and excited for the new Terminator movie that she's in. Oh, really? I didn't Terminator know she was in it. Genesis with a Y. That's awesome. How cool is that? So, uh, you've been shooting in Calgary. been shooting in Calgary. Yeah, the past three months. I got back a uh, week before Christmas. you are shooting this show, Young Drunk Punk. Amazing. Canadian comedy Cannot call me. wait to
0: see this. By the way, uh, sometimes a photo can say a lot. And uh, the style of the
1: photographs that you're posting They're is phenomenal.
0: <sighs> I can't wait to the, see this the, show.
1: The uh, photographer we had on set was a lady named Michelle Faye. Oh. And she was unbelievable. We're just like, get the most out of seemingly nothing yeah. you know we'd be there in calgary not, not a knock against calgary you guys have some great urban wastelands that's fantastic <laughs> they are good for yeah. urban <laughs> wastelands and so we'd be shooting on a lot of these uh, me and uh, tim carlson who's playing uh, my friend ian in the show and so we have a lot of fight scenes you know where these rowdy Young drunk punks, mm-hmm. of course. And we'd be in like a train yard one minute and like a slaughterhouse the next. Yeah. And it would just, everything would look so grungy and awful and it'd be cold. But then she'd show up and just snap a picture and it would take you to the 80s. I was and so impressed. And the hair and the outfits. Ab- and the everything. Set deck. Everything. It's 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 so impressive.
0: And this is what I love about this because there's these uh, pics that people post that are like what it was like in the 80s mm-hmm. and what we think it was like in the 80s. And it'll be a bunch of kids with like way too much neon who look like they're going to a rave. Yeah. And And, uh, the '80s had some of that, but it wasn't just that. And that's one of the things I love about these photos. It's almost got that freaks and
1: geeks kind of vibe, yep. where it's a bit. Uh, yep. Yeah, I feel like we've of... nailed the feel, like from the get go. Like when I was handed the script and I had gotten the part and thing I was like, "This script is funny." Mm-hmm. It'll. It's It's unknown if we can pull this off or not because like it needs to be of the time. Right. it's going to be there. We need the right costumes. We need the right locations. Mm-hmm. We need the right actors, absolutely. The right writers, everything. And we got that like day one. It became that so clear. Like, oh my God, we've got something here.
0: I love when that happens. Do you know Ennis Esmer? Yes. He's I saw him at a party last week. Love Ennis. What's the show he's doing again? I'm going to look this up. Um, It's the golf show. And it's set in the 80s. And the one thing he and I were talking about is how much I love... That it's not overt, Red Oaks, it's called. Uh, they did the pilot and then now they're shooting, they got picked up for some more. But uh, the show's fantastic at capturing like the vibe mm-hmm. without being a cheesy, over the top thing. Yeah. Um, how do you like Calgary? Calgary,
1: yeesh. Well, um, here's the deal. Chelsea. I, I hear, I didn't get to go yet. <laughs> <laughs> the Delta to- Yeah, you stayed there when I you went. I did. Yeah, I was there for a Portland. week. I was, li- I was actually living in a condo. Near Eau Claire Park in the heart of downtown. Mm-hmm. Great place. Um, it was fantastic. Uh, we stayed in the Delta Chelsea.
0: Hey, baby. Hey, Emily. Hi. What's going on? Nice.
1: We have our other time
0: co-host, Emily, coming <laughs> in. Maybe she can join us in a few minutes when she gets settled. So you're at the Delta Chelsea.
1: Delta Chelsea. We 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 were evacuated from our condo. For flooding? Not flooding. Okay. Um, underground electrical fires. Really? Yeah. I was actually in Toronto for Thanksgiving when my buddy Tim was still there. And he took pictures for us and said, wow, this is happening right now. (laughs) And there are flames coming up from every sewer grate in downtown Calgary. When I was there, uh,
0: I didn't get evacuated, but there had just been flooding. Mm -hmm. And then just when I left. So So what's going on with Calgary?
1: Calgary is... Kind of. I think it's the eighth circle of hell, I'd assume. <laughs> Did you have fun it's, there? Have I, fun I there? had a great time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my place was nice. Everyone I worked with was a doll. It was fantastic. Right. And, like, we wouldn't go out much, obviously. We worked constantly. We wouldn't have weekends off. Right. when we would go out, we would have a great time. Yep. It was fantastic.
0: And um, are you dating anyone right now? Is this... Exclusive. (laughs) Exclusive. Lean forward. I am not. I am not. uh, Are your 15,000 Instagram followers going to be upset? I don't have a title. You you don't have have a title. title. Okay. Would she say you have a title or would he say you have a title? No, I don't think so. So it's chill. It's good.
1: Yeah. I yes, for me. I don't like, know. 21 maybe years old. Maybe she is weeping right now at her See, computer. I
0: truly can't believe you're 21, and I only say that to the people listening because I met Atticus. Um, we have the same agent, and he would come to do uh, tapes. Self-tapes. You are my tape guy.
1: You were the, the tape king of Toronto. You he, and a Shannon Cook in a close second.
0: Oh, I didn't know he did that. He doesn't. Oh, yeah. I got to take him out. I got to bring him over to tape him and yes, then undermine and then bring him to his, the dark uh, side. Yeah, just basically shake his confidence. That, I, I would do the same thing. I'll just hire, like, uh, you know, martini girls in bikinis. Exactly. And, like, I'll get, like, the best DP in he town to so, film it. He is so, so he easily thinks that's what I'm offering. That Shannon Cook. <laughs> well, I'll both <laughs> seduce him and make him realize that his self-taping
1: is shit. Yes. Like, if
0: I don't offer his, <laughs> I, I should just close up shop. And I mean, he doesn't even have a pot. Sean's podcast. doing for 60 bucks. Like, come on. Bucks. He doesn't have a pot. Well, nah, maybe I'll man. let him come. Should I let him? Yeah. Come and yeah. sit where you're sitting. Give him a
1: taste. Do you think he'll do the Earl yeah. Grey tea? I don't I think he'll go uh chocolate chai is that we just offered me? Do, uh, chocolate chai.
0: Yeah. Uh, Earl Grey orange but We have a lot of tea here. Yeah. I don't uh, have much of a sweet. And taste. by the way, there's hot water on there if you want some tea. Cool. I'm stuffed
1: peppers, so maybe
0: I'll eat cats, stuffed peppers? peppers. Emily cats, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Coots, everyone. <laughs> um so yeah, no, when Atticus and I met, uh You showed up as like a fully formed person. So I I didn't realize at that time that you were young. It's an honor. Uh, It is an honor, you know, because I know for me, and this is something we can talk about, you even just said we don't go out that much. Yeah. So I had trouble with the responsibility of being like a series lead, a film lead when I was younger. Uh, Part of it was that I just didn't really, well, okay. So this is something Atticus and I talked about in the kitchen making tea before we started is it's not what I think it's going to be when I get to set. You know, mm-hmm. you even mentioned getting a script and hoping you can honor it. But I don't even just mean artistically. It's just your life. You're living yeah. in a condo or a hotel in Calgary. When you're not shooting, you're just in Calgary. The show hasn't come out. So it's not like people are all about the show you're doing. Yeah. You're just you. Yeah. I had trouble with that. And so I did go out every night. You were a partier. I was a partier. Yeah. And uh, the work got compromised and stuff. Some people can pull it off. I couldn't. Um, how do you balance that as you're starting to go from like... You know, uh, if you don't know Atticus, like his career is just going beautifully from, you know, part to supporting lead, part that gets written up. And now this is a lead role. It's going okay. It's It's going going beautifully. Um, So how do you balance that? How do you find yourself in it all?
1: Well, it depends on like the size of the role you're doing, where you are, I think. You know, being in Calgary, I mean, again, not a knock, but there wasn't that much to do downtown. However, I'm not a natural partier as it is so that's nice so don't go out too much um but i think i mean obviously if you're a guy who goes out all the time like like you were when you were younger um it can be tricky trying to keep yourself occupied absolutely and so I and mean, and at the same time easy
0: yeah you know absolutely. for a while because you got the juice whatever floats
1: your boat right um but i would just keep myself busy like i'd have this side, this lovely condo i was staying in mm-hmm. and it was very nice and i had a fireplace and Netflix. I brought my PS3 with me. Nice. I'd, I'd play every weekend. But, I mean, and, since we were working these 13-hour days every day, we'd all sleep all amazing. Saturday. I'd wake amazing. up. I'd watch Hockey Night in Canada. I'd yep. go back to sleep. And then Sunday, I might just walk around downtown and go to Chinook Mall. Maybe buy something. Rarely would. Save right. my per diem and I buy yes. a computer. Because that's what you do. That's, what that's what at least you, what I do. That's what you do.
2: Yeah. And you so... Know,
0: we were just talking about this idea. So per diem is what you get when you're living away from home. And I know that, you know, my brother's lawyer might get it as well on a business trip. And it's basically a way to cover your costs because otherwise you're yeah. doubling up on the they're, groceries you They're paying you have at home. for your meals. They're paying for your meals yeah. uh, when you're not working and all, and all that kind of thing. And what Atticus and I were talking about is, you know, I don't go out for fancy dinners so much. And uh, I was doing this you know you just got you just saved it all up right yeah and, and got an acoustic and a, we
1: do we, we share we have a mind meld here when it comes I to bernie i think we
0: do and i think i wonder if that's a guy or girl thing i don't want to separate gender stuff but i know so emily was asking me how uh, i came back from a film and uh bought a bicycle yeah now i wasn't eating much because i wanted to be leaner for the role and i kept eating cheese in france and so it was like <laughs> eat a bunch of cheese and then eat nothing um Anyways, came back and was able to buy a bicycle. Yeah. She said, How do you not spend your per diem? My answer was, I do. Exactly. Just all at once. And, well, I know, uh,
1: well, I know a lot of people. I mean, I'm the same way. I, I finish and I have a lot of money in my pocket. So I buy a guitar and I go, Wow, per diem's the best thing in the world. And I think you know her, Allie McDonald's. I've just met her. I don't know her. Uh, well, she was a non drunk pug. With okay. Me. She did a fantastic job. I love her. Um, and she has the same mantra, although she executes it differently in that she'll get all her per diem she buys shoes and dresses oh she'll she'll just she'll just go out to the mall every weekend and just buy whatever she wants awesome just just with all her per diem and with everything right so she went out i think the first week we were there she's like oh yay per diem the we didn't have work the next day i think she went out she bought herself a new keyboard a new sound system. All while we're in this Connor so she still has to take all this stuff back right. to her place in Toronto, <laughs> along with her dog Matilda, who uh. she brings, and she buys toys for Matilda every week. And I'm so proud of her and I love her so much. But Ah. oh, so much stuff. I don't know how she did it. Well, you know, you guys are so
0: young, and that's the beautiful thing, right? Do you own property or house or anything like that? I don't. I live with my dad. Well, so you live with your dad. I mean, you know, just in case you think Canadian actors, by what we're talking about, just make enough to buy a computer a day. Good God, no. We don't. But at the same time, I mean, I had a similar experience in my 20s when I'm working on my TV show. And it was so funny because. a director, George Bloomfield, old director, he did a bunch of docs. Lovely guy. And he pulled us aside and he goes, I got a bunch of advice for you. And the five of us, other than Gabe Hogan, none of us had done a lead before.
1: Do you always whisper like that? He kind of had this. <laughs> whole,
0: I'm sort of blending him and my old uh, Jewish therapist who had lost his voice. Perfect. Voice. I don't know if... There's any reason to mind them? <laughs> I've got two old person voices. That's one of them. That's good. And the other's harsh with a German accent. So I you don't, just have you don't have an old person one. voice. <laughs> well, how's it going? Yeah,
1: it's just, uh, <laughs> Well, I was about to go Jimmy Stewart there. I can go Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I'm not going to spit my mouth. <laughs>
0: it's the Jimmy Stewart, Catherine
1: yeah. Hepburn. Yeah, well, you know, it's just here, here, here's, here's my, my old guy.
0: That's right. Here he is. So George said, I've got advice for you guys, and I'm waiting for the directing advice. Yeah. I don't know what your experience has been, but I don't get a lot of direction on set. Uh, it partly depends these, on how good of a job I do, you know, kind of, I know for me, um, I don't think I was doing a real good job on my first series, but by episode three, I'd been there longer than any of the directors who were coming in. Right. Because again, for people listening, if you don't know, it's not one director, uh, for all the episodes. So you'll have one director for episode one. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe they won't even. Um, it's rare that you just have two or three directors. Some shows do it. But so by episode three or four, I remember saying to director once, hey, uh, any thoughts? And he goes, what, about your shirt? And just kind of walks away. <laughs> so I wouldn't have minded a little more direction. So when George pulls this aside, he goes, I got some advice for you. I got some advice for you guys. And I'm waiting for an acting pearl. You know, the thing that's going
1: to crack open... Uh, it's goes, gonna solve everything you've been struggling with the past couple nights.
0: Let your money pay for the things you want.
1: Don't you pay
0: for them? And he was basically saying, invest and live off yeah. your interest. Now, again, yeah. okay. Well,
1: this 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 is interesting to me because I feel like directors are all cut from a certain cloth. Right. You're telling me this story, <laughs> and when I was doing Young Drunk Punk in Calgary, we had this fantastic director on named Ron Murphy. Love Ron Murphy. He's the best. Yeah. Best guy. And he directed, I think, six episodes of the show. We had, we had four directors Amazing. in total. And so he would come in. He was there at the beginning, then he was there at the end. He yep. directed the last couple. And he's fantastic. But it was a late night one night. I think it was on a Friday. And we were sitting in somebody's garage, on location in some mm-hmm. townhouse community in Calgary. Bray Glenn. Very beautiful. <laughs> um, Shout out. Hashtag. Yeah. But he... He just went on this tangent of talking about money and talking about his his early years being a director and right. saving up all of this money and putting it all the way in stocks and investments and everything. And right, being so scared and holding on to everything, not not spending any of his money. Like he buys this house, but like that's it. Right. And then stock market crashes and he loses everything.
0: Right. So there was this correction.
1: I think ninety yeah. nine was exactly it? around there. And so came he, he had lost everything. He yes. had nothing left. And so when he started to make money back. He changed his entire lifestyle and just basically spent whatever he wanted on whatever he wanted. Right. Would travel everywhere. Okay. Put a bit aside to like live on, of yep. course, but told me that like the stock market crash was the best thing to ever happen to him. Well, in the same way of spend the money that you make, little boy. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that at all, but.
0: Well, so George was saying the opposite.
1: He, he was, was saying invest your money. <laughs> yeah. He was saying invest <laughs> your money. He was saying
0: invest your money and let the money you make
1: off your money. Buy you the things. I think that's the part that threw me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the man is a riddle.
0: Well, so this, George, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is... George. But, but, but I actually fall in between a bit of both because... So I actually had money invested in stocks yeah. before that correction. I was in a penny stock that I got in at two cents that was 96 cents. That sounds... That sounds like good. (laughs) There's good math on that. It's like 40 whatever times. And then one day, because I was going to sell it a dollar and be like the man at age. I remember I was doing a play with Paul Thompson and a bunch of folks for Blythe and we were rehearsing and I'd run out up at Lansdowne and DuPont if anybody's from Toronto. It's pretty much one of the only places in town that's... (laughs) I could walk tall there. My name rang out. (laughs) I could walk over at lunch on rehearsals. And by the way, they're still there. I think it's the only two payphones left in Toronto. No way. Among the last 10. If you go up there, the payphones are still there. And it's a real, as my dad would call it, sort of rub-a-dub area. It's like drunk hobos. And uh, they're still there uh, because that complex has never quite gone up. But we were rehearsing in that thing. Anyways, I would go out and, again, back in the day, pre-cell phone, smartphone thing, making phone calls to be like, here's my... I don't even remember the terms anymore because the point is I woke up one day and had zero dollars because there was a market correction. And what kind of dawned on me was you can't predict, even if within the rules of the game you're winning, there's a bigger rule coming. Yep. You know, you don't know when the tsunami is going to come. So the plan's not bad because when I started earning money on that show, just normal amounts, you know, like Canadian TV amounts, which was brilliant for me as a young man. Yeah. I just bought whatever the hell I wanted too, and then my problem was the gravy train stopped. Mm. And when the gravy train stopped, uh, I thought, okay, whatever, it'll start again. And then it didn't. (laughs) And one day I woke up sixty grand in debt.
1: Yeah, that's the fear, you know. That's what my parents kicked into me as a young boy, Mm -hmm. because I don't spend any of my money. Okay, just don't do it. I mean, thankfully I do. Of my father, like I'm, I'm a very lucky, right? Not going to school, 21 year old who's right. not paying rent right yeah. now. I mean, everything could change in the next couple months. I could head off to the big city. <laughs> Who knows? That's <laughs> how with, your with, drunk plug does
0: with your snakeskin <laughs> boots on and your tattered old suitcase. <laughs> sure. I'm picturing you know the video so for well. Welcome to the Jungle right I'm now. Just
1: snorted. That's the first time I've ever snorted. <laughs> I'm snorting a lot. It's contagious
0: here. It is. It, there's a lot of snort laughing it's going that, on I'll here. That. It's the tea. <laughs> This tea is brilliant, by the way. And uh, if you don't grow, know right. Atticus actually plays a wonderful guitar. You know, we um, we went down to the basement and tried out the new guitar. You you, you picked up a that guitar. Was hot. For, uh, that was that was so I felt, hot. You felt that too. I felt it. <laughs> but it wasn't just me. It
1: was so good. Do you ever have that where you're chatting with a girl and you think, and I all of a sudden spurt out, "Wow, that's you're so <laughs> hot." <laughs> and then I snort laugh. <laughs> yeah. Once she calls me on it, no, I don't want
2: to are talking about.
0: You're like, did you feel that? And she's like, what? Um, you think there's a connection that there isn't.
1: Yeah, actually that happened once. I was uh, I was out with a girl and um, we were downtown in Toronto and mm-hmm. having a great time. I think I just heard the CN Tower went to the top and then uh, a solid day. you know it's a strong eating move some, uh, eating some soup soup du jour.
0: And by the way, if you're from Toronto and you're not doing that, you're missing out. Yeah. Because it's it's a touristy move, yeah. but it's a strong move a for strong, a native Torontonian. It's a strong hard move. It's strong. Not <laughs> unlike what happened next cuz I'm sitting there. Okay. And, you know,
1: the, we were having our soup du jour as an appetizer Balls. and the, the, uh, the, the waiter comes up and says, what would you like? And I said, well, your duck larange looks like a revelation. Yes. So I placed an order for that. And Strong all of a language, sudden, by the way. It, this right? Is,
0: I'm sitting with a young guy, and he's talking about food
1: being a revelation. Yeah. He's speaking French. Hey, you know. <laughs> I'm putty. It was duck larange. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're there, and then all of a sudden, she's, she she puts her hand on my knee, and she says, this is the best time of my life. And then we feel it, you know? Okay. And there's this like 15 (laughs) (laughs) seconds, 15 seconds, you know, natural tremor that happens. Okay. Literally, there's a tremor that's right. happening. You're so that's when job. I felt it. Yes. And then, you know, I didn't really see her again. She's got she's afraid of heights, and I took her on the glass floor and the CN <laughs> tower, and you know, it didn't really go that well. It didn't go but, that. No, but you know, God, I, I think wait. I nailed it with the waiter. So so the waiter. <laughs> I if got you the go waiter's back. number.
0: Um, is it that there was an actual tremor up top and she got yeah. freaked out? Yeah, absolutely. And that blew the date.
1: It blew the date. What? Yeah.
0: I'm calling uh, bullshit on this girl. They're calling shenanigans. Well, it sounds like uh, it was going a made-up story.
1: No! <laughs> that does not sound
0: like a made up story at all. I was with
1: you the whole time thinking yeah. I guarantee yeah. you this is a i mean, have I been mean, getting the waiter's number. Who's and gonna- here's the kicker. Duck LaRange isn't even on the menu. What? I know.
0: Did they make it for you they special? Because they recognized you from Myth. my baby
1: citizen vampire. <laughs> yeah, this is when I was sixteen.
0: Nickelodeon that show was on?
1: That was uh it was Disney. It was Disney. Teletoon, and then Disney picked it up. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, how just like a stroke from- of luck. Yeah. That's huge. Gracious. Yeah, it that's made it made our show. I mean, our show I thought was already like cute and adorable and charming yep. from the get go. Yep. Then all of a sudden we get this call of you know, Disney's gonna play this in the States because oh, they like it. That's awesome. And all of a sudden, Instagram you, uh, followers later. Was
0: that the first uh good like significant gig for you? Yeah. First, I do first, first, first leading but role. But yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So how was that? You're working that was, for Disney at age sixteen. Good. Yeah.
1: It was uh I mean, I think we've all had Kind of hella shooting experiences before. Yes. You especially. I mean, you've been in the business longer than I have.
0: Yeah, mine were usually self, like self-created. Yeah. Even if I was working with someone I didn't get along with
1: or didn't yeah. adore. Yeah. Well, um, that's all I'm saying about this. I mean, I loved everyone I was right. working with, but you know, being a 16-year-old mm-hmm. shooting 13 hours a day every day, doing all of this. Oh, so that was stuff. hard. Yeah, it was. It was tough. I was new to it. Amazing. I hadn't done that before. I
0: love that though. Yeah. I love this idea of. Like I kind of got into the game a bit late because I went to university for a non-acting thing first. Good for you. I kinda, yeah, I actually am now happy about it, but I certainly didn't have the opportunity to play a range of roles mm-hmm. or, or, or crack in at a certain time. And I remember going to theater school and everybody had been to like high school theater school or had been on a TV show already. And I was like, what? I'm like 21 and there's no way this is ever going to work for me. But um, what an amazing thing to be like 16
1: like you're like a real actor, like I'm like dilettante. <sighs> it's weird, right? It was weird, yeah. Because especially because you know I'm in high school and so like I'm missing drama class, right? With all of these students that I go to school with, and right. they're all my friends, yeah. And it took a bit for people to come around. I had some teachers who were awful to me because really? I would miss summer school and wouldn't understand. Well, it sounds like, like what when I went to doing. theater school, and teachers would say if you do any professional work, you're kicked out. Yeah, that's that's incredible to me. That's that that makes. I mean, sure. I mean, if that's your faculty and that's how it all works there and that's your system, more power to you. But good for me, Lord.
0: it has to do with the inherent nature of what's flawed about it. Is that it's actually not geared to the actual business. Exactly. Because, as far as I'm concerned, and again, I know that we're talking a lot about acting and and that's what Atticus and I both do. But I really believe this to be true of anything, which is if the thing you're being trained in or uh, even educated in, there's a slight difference, right? Training's more directly applicable, education's more conceptual Mm -hmm. and opening your mind. If if it only serves itself, then it might not be the best tool. You know, it's just sort of like, it becomes almost culty at that point. Oh, exactly. Whereas it's like, no, leave, come back, leave, come back, test it. You know, it's the idea of testing a ship in a storm. And that's the one thing that I know that my experience it sounds a bit like yours was that you can't go test this you just have to believe us that it's the best
1: pretty much yeah yeah that's where it's different for me because like obviously i mean i haven't i graduated high school and i didn't go to university like you did mm -hmm. i because i started working when i was 15 and so realized i could either take a year off and see how this works for me right or you know go to queens for journalism or something. that. that's what i was planning on doing I took the year off, and things just went well. So I went, you know, I could ride this, and now here we are six years later, and I love it. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, But as you said, the difference between, like, training and then getting the education. I barely have an education in acting. Like, I I, I go out and I see movies constantly by myself or with somebody all the time. That's how I get my education. Uh I I go to theater. I I watch plays. I watch movies. I study people. I study their performances. I see what works and see what doesn't. But I've never. I haven't taken like a Meisner class or anything like right. that. And there are right. some parts that I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of half glad that that's happened.
0: I think so too.
1: But I'm also half like, I'm. You can always learn more. Like I, I've, I've, I've scratched the surface of what I can learn.
0: I think for me, and again, you'll have your own experience, obviously, but you'll hit the walls that'll tell you when.
1: Yeah. But if you're not hitting that's them
0: beautiful. yet, and you're working, you're learning everything you need to learn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, the wall could be watching an episode and going, I don't like what I'm doing there. Yeah. I mean for me on my first show, um, I watched a lot of stuff and loved it and I watched a lot and thought it was really bad. And I ultimately found a thing for me, which for me is actually the Meisner stuff, which let every day be 80% or better. There were no more 50% days. And it was just uh, being honest about it, you know, and recognizing it. So let me talk to you about this because this is an interesting thing I find with younger actors. You haven't been to university. Nope. Uh, I know for me, I didn't go to an arts high school, but university is just kind of what everyone did.
1: Right. It's part yes. of the. I've, thing. I've had a university experience. I've had many. I go visit my friends at Queens. Right. And, and take in the party right. life. Many and here's, university a, here's a secret I'm going to let you in on. I can't.
0: I can't do it. Take in the party life. I can't do it. Can't do. The, I can't the last courses more than that.
1: three days right. on campus. How come? I don't know. I think. I'm a huge loser at heart, and I just like can't deal with sitting in a house of eight guys and everything smelling like stale Honestly, beer. Not not knock against either. them. No, you I guys neither. Clean whatever you want, or not clean whatever you want. That's cool. Right. But it's just it's not for me. Yeah. I stood in in one class when my older brother went to university. Uh-huh. And I went with one of his friends. We went to a philosophy class, and it was like I, I started tearing my heart, my hair out yeah. because I learned about myself. I struggle I guess I had this Throughout high school But I struggle In a learning environment Okay I do I might be a phobia Of some sort But I fear Like exams and tests And having to learn something And then be tested on it Mm -hmm. Like before I did Young Drunk Punk uh, I took a bartending course A four day bartending course Just for fun Just like having my back pocket Not really realizing how scared I would be when I was there. And so I get there and I'm like, oh, God, we have to take notes and all this stuff is coming back that I haven't encountered since high school. Uh So this is, you know, four years after high school. I'm all of a sudden back in this class thrown into it. Got to, you know, of course, on top of tasting all of this alcohol and getting (laughs) kind of day drunk, I have to take notes and be studying and learning things. All for a test that's going to happen in three days. Uh And I, I lost, it. I mean, of course, I, I passed, thankfully, I passed right. both tests that we had just because I scared myself of doing did them. Did you, but. did you pass by the skin of your teeth or no, so it was I, the I fear okay. like a paper tiger
0: that it was, it was a legitimate there was, there fear, was, there
1: but. was a, there was legitimate fear. I got through it through, I mean, we had the written test, uh-huh. which I didn't do that great on right. just because, you know, it's, I didn't really study all that much. Yeah. But then we had the making drinks and like bartender test, which I did great. You know, I just because I, I, you know, it's memorizing, it's memorizing yeah. recipes and everything, which it thankfully like comes doing versus very easily. Yeah. writing about. Doing. Good at the doing, Brilliant. not good at the writing. But,
0: well, that's interesting because you know I do know a lot of uh, people who got into acting early and then were always felt like they were lacking that thing. And I a couple, feel, I of, feel that. Yeah. So yeah, a couple of them went back to school and emerged worse actors for my money what do I know but I was like oh the very thing you have is the very thing people are going to school to get I don't mean a going and doing a chem degree because yeah, you want yeah. to try that but you know going and for me acting's like winning the lottery now when I say that I mean if I look at I hate to talk salaries but if I average out my salary over 15 years I've had genius years and I've had zero years yeah so at times it looks like I'm balling. But it does amortize out and I'm not Brad Pitt or whoever, you know, so it's awesome. But each job, I couldn't imagine being 18 and getting the kind of paycheck a month long movie pays. That's what I call it, winning the lottery. If somebody did a scratch and win and got 10 grand, that's legitimately winning the lottery. And that's when I always kind of think like if I was 18 and got a kept getting the odd lottery scratch and win, I'd probably defer my acceptance to university (laughs) until that ran out because my ability to go in a lab and uh, you know I did a biochem degree so to go down in that lab and work on recombinant DNA technology it's not really age dependent but my ability uh, or buzz dependent my ability to go from one good gig capitalize it into another take the trip to LA create the you know tri coastal whatever That might not, not necessarily an expiry, but you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. even for myself, I went down to Los Angeles without a proper visa and it kind of killed whatever quote unquote heat I had because by the time I could actually audition for 90% of the stuff I was going to audition for, I was a bit cold product. I'd been in the city for a while and the the heat off of my series leads had, had burnt out. So, uh, anyways, I think it's amazing that you can at least recognize that that vibe and that environment wasn't for you, you know?
1: Well, yeah. I, was, I mean, like I, what you were saying, being the 18-year-old, I had to defer from university. Yeah. I did that. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And, like, it, 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 it was a gamble, you know? Because I had done this one show that, you know, paid all right. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well... School beer is coming up. I could actually go this year, right. or I could just like take a gamble and see what happens. Nice. You know, play the lottery yes. and see what happens. And I am very glad with the way everything has turned out. Mm-hmm. Like this past year for me has clarified that I think I made the right choice. Yeah, good for you. Just because it, like it's it's you know riding heat and like doing yeah. doing pretty in- well, intense so, good work.
0: You know, I don't know anything about this in any real psychological way. Uh, I'm making me this neither. up, but training at younger ages obviously grooves things more deeply. I can still play the entertainer perfectly on piano and I haven't sat down with the music for that for 20 years, but I played it so many times at age eight that you know what I'm saying. So what I know that I grew for myself by going and doing a science degree first is pretty non-artistic approach to stuff. Now the word art can be pretty wanker, right? Like, uh, but It really did. Like I went and actually had to go feel stuff and just be in the moment without counting or being aware or doing the math on, you know what I mean? The lens, focal length or whatever. Over time, that stuff's paid back, uh, but not even necessarily as an actor, just as a guy who can then direct or move into other avenues and then move back and forth between them. But I don't don't know that going and, and doing that school helped my work in any way, shape or form. What it did do is clarify that it is what I wanted.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, I mean, you have taken the path of you know you're you're diving into directing. You're still doing music. You're 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 expanding your horizons, and you're doing yeah. as we were talking about in the kitchen. You know, you don't want to compensate and just be the guy who does the one thing.
0: Well, it, it's that I can't.
1: Yeah, yeah I'd, you, I'd yeah, actually yeah, exactly, like. Exactly. I
0: seriously look at you and admire you, and I'm a bit jealous, not of any one gig or success, but of the. The singleness, the singleness, exactly. Not <laughs> I a, sometimes, not to say that, I like, I, that.
1: I, 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 mean, I do focus on music and not nearly as much. Like, right. I think that's the big difference is right. you want to give equal opportunity to every facet of talent that you have,
0: kind of. Yeah, and then that's the thing where I say I can't not because I just do, yeah, you know, I just go play the guitar mm-hmm. and I just I've been wanting to do this podcast. And uh, you know, again, I talked last uh, week with Emily about the resolutions, and one of mine was to make sure that everything I am gets a light equally. And that's kind of the fun of self, uh, the the journey. You know, Mm -hmm. what's what's the next chapter of the novel hold? And if I limit it to sitting around waiting for my agent to call, I've done that and it sucks. It fucking sucks. It's the worst life I can know because even when the gig comes, it's supposed to then change me into someone productive or happier Mm -hmm. or not necessarily happy depending on the role, but fulfilled. And it doesn't. So it's that crap truth that happiness is not the destination, but the journey. And for me, that involves actually a multidisciplinary thing. Yeah. But I really do wish it didn't. Sometimes I, <laughs> I love what you're doing with your your your, your career. It's, good. And your, it's and Yeah, your, you
1: it, know, it took a bit to actually, I guess, convince my parents that that the sole focus is is. It's prime. It's prime right. real estate. So right. like, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it is worth it. And not to, not to say that they were like, oh, acting is the worst. Don't focus on that, <laughs> young young buck. Cut your
0: hair, or you're
1: <laughs> kicked out of the home. Yeah, no, they were very supportive. Amazing. But it was it was a, like as we keep saying, it was a gamble. You know, and I'm I'm still primarily focused on that one facet of my yeah. Life, good for you, man. Because work is paying off. And good it's, for it's, you. It's good. But I, I am of the same mind. Like already going. You know. I do still want to have that plan B. I still want to compose. Sure. I want to do music. You know, I, I play piano. I play drums. I do mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I want that to be a another singular part. Right. But the, the difficulty I find is, A, finding the time for that stuff mm-hmm. on top of, like, focusing on acting and everything. And that's hard. That's legit. It's, it's hard. I don't practice guitar on no. set.
0: I might bring it
1: yeah but I play it for three minutes at a time exactly that's, it's just to yeah. keep me company exactly but, I'm the same way and then like I'd realize you know if I want to take this composition seriously I gotta go I gotta relearn theory I gotta really learn how to read music like, right. I gotta do all that right. stuff and that scares me because I'm like you know hey learning fuck that shit and right. how about that life? <laughs> <laughs> I like knowing things I hate learning them. exactly yeah 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 yeah, it's kinda, yeah. hey
0: Emily yeah. what uh, what's your question for Atticus you got one come come join <laughs> oh, us no. uh, as we wind out in our last few minutes <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Emily Cootes.
1: This is the QA. Period.
0: Actress, Hi. singer, What's going on?
2: Lover. I've been enjoying listening to you guys from the kitchen. Hey. I'm just sitting on the counter being like, mm-hmm.
0: Hey. mm-hmm. Uh, appropriately, Emily has been cooking. Right. She's mm. a woman. Hey. What? <laughs> this, this, it was I one of those slapped. podcasts. I wasn't wearing headphones I'd I got slapped.
2: <laughs> um If you were to have everyone you know and everything you own in a burning building, Who's one person you would save and one item you would save. Oh my god. I love
1: this. Sacrificing played the rest of, truth of the people. Played a lot of truth and dare in my lifetime. Played I a lot got a of couple of my girls. Wow.
0: Tell us about the dare.
1: You played truth and dare? You had to do Mostly both at the trend. same time? Mostly
0: just the truth. She hasn't told me much about the dare.
1: That's high stakes. Girls' truth, truth and dare. dare
2: just really turns into truth. Really I And mean, then just turns <laughs> into them making, making out. out. <laughs> a lot of wish. making pillow out. Pillow fights. A lot yeah. of pillow the best.
1: Um, the God. person
2: the person is like a little intense because usually it's in the a person is intense, setting. you know, because yeah.
1: I have two parents and they're both still alive. Oh,
2: excluding family, I Excluding forgot to say that. family. This is a good yeah. caveat. That's good. Yeah, and, and, excluding family. And no okay. pets. Okay.
1: And no your pets. pets are with you, your family's with wow. you. They're safe. Yeah. Uh who boy, who would I save?
2: Save someone who's gonna listen to the podcast. Someone who's gonna listen to the podcast. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And save my uh, my agents. Look <laughs> so at me. Um <laughs> No, God. ah I don't know. How, that's, that's the scary, scary question. In terms of items, I mean, we live in a day and age when you kind of need a phone, right? Or do I sound like one no, of those no, guys no. who's this like, this is the most common is, answer, so the, go for it. I but like, because I'm just, I'm thinking, you know, structurally and kind of, you oh, know, I want to be intelligent hmm. with my answer, you know, a phone would be helpful.
2: And you have lots of photos and...
1: Yeah. What about like a debit card? Or a credit card, so I could. You're not I in a post-apocalyptic
2: leave. world, so like you could like w- leave the burning house. And, that's what like, I'm go saying. Like you could leave with card. all
1: my money and just like buy all my stuff. But you could just back. go to
2: the bank and get a new bank card. You could yeah. also just do yeah.
1: that. Yeah. It might take <laughs> yeah. ten days. It
0: takes them a while. Hmm. So still living in the cards. place?
1: Is it my house that's burning down? Who's well, most important to you, <laughs> other than your family? Actress.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the one. Is this, like Kirk
1: in the Kobayashi Maru? The one observation
2: I've had about this game is that girls are. Answer easier and didn't like, well, ask did, did a lot you, of questions. What was, like, what
1: was your answer for this? Who would you? Would it be Sean?
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Number one rule of truth is like you have to answer I first. I have to answer <laughs> i
1: I'm, I'm desperately trying to deflect. This is a high pressure situation. Who would I save of the people I know?
2: Probably, yeah. right. I feel really bad for asking Well, <laughs> I <laughs> could
0: just say it like this. You know, there's a special girl out there. Yeah. She knows who she is. Yeah. You're the one. Wink to the mic. Wink to no the mic. Wink names. at the mic. Can, and, can uh, they hear that? And all uh, 20,000 Instagram followers will think it's them.
1: That That's covering 20,000 bases in it one, one swing. It's You've only mentioned the fifth time I've, time I've mentioned it. I'm so jealous.
0: <laughs> I have like 900 followers and I lose a few a day. <laughs>
1: No, why? Well, I
0: think it's is it because of uh, your
1: th- non-choice online content. I think it's probably I think you got choice Instagram online
0: content. Instagram, man, face. I think I'm old, and I think I Instagram uh, my girlfriend a lot, and all the girls who want to follow me because um yeah, Cause I'm, I'm doing I'm, the IG trend You're, st- thing you're here. straight pimping. I'm straight pimping. <laughs> my girlfriend is cock blocking <laughs> me. I true, actually, it's not untrue. I anymore? totally gain followers when I post photos of her, and then I lose followers. Wow! And in both cases, it's girls. Well, I here's gain the, the fashionista here's, girls and the girls who respect the man with a.
1: You have got to start putting out content. That appeals to the masses. I've noticed that you have two cats here. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but cats are big do, on the web. Do
2: people like the cats? Hashtag cats of Instagram. The, the, the web loves and, the cats. And cats
1: are, are a match. And I have noticed that you don't post a lot of cat pictures. I Maybe that's just I, I, Maybe that's I just do. How do I know them, you do. Get the likes on yeah. the cats? How many followers do you have?
2: I get 1,000.
1: Yeah, and those are just based you on like cats alone. I like know that.
2: Well, they like... Let's stop wow. Instagram. Wow. <laughs> it's making me sweat. I hate Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm, I'm here. Jealous. I'm here. Do you think oh, he's goodness. sweating? Uh, Did you do uh, sweat but, on Instagram? But, no.
0: Because you have
1: like a million followers. You keep, you keep ratcheting up. I, I have you got yeah, like he, a gajillion yeah, you, followers. You, the whole it world is following fine. So. No. Although having Rudy that kind Ga-ga. of a following Dan does make it a bit scary. Because, because I go, like, I got now I gotta, like, keep up. You know, I gotta start. I have to keep. Yeah, posting sure, the most choice online content, or else I'm gonna lose these people. You will, Truth. yeah, right.
2: So who are you gonna save?
1: We're <laughs> oh, at this, are oh, we? Did I waste enough time?
0: Atticus Finch. Who am I gonna save? Who do you save?
1: I had probably because right now, I'm I uh, I'm noble. I just did Young Drunk Punk. Yes. Written and produced by Bruce McCullough, nice. starring Bruce McCullough. Nice. I'd probably have to stay, save him wow. to guarantee a second season on his show. Smart you choice. I,
0: I swear I'm being taught something right now.
2: What? Like, I've save my
0: best friend since I was a kid or whatever, but how many best friends can you buy when you're a baller on a successful series? A lot. Bad, bad. Yeah. Not hard to have new best friends. I'm thinking
1: friends. selfishly. Yes, good but for you. I
0: good think answer. I'm thinking smart.
2: You're on <laughs> the beat of your series. <laughs>
0: I mean it what for the a long time <laughs> Come on. I love it. The, a shallow, a successful video. Yeah. Yes. Um, we're gonna wrap it up here. Thanks for joining us at the end, Emily. Atticus, anything you wanna throw out to the to
1: the gang before we wrap? Shameless self-promotion. Give it Show to Show comes out January twenty-first on City TV. <laughs> it's gonna be brilliant. Please A30 watch it. Eastern time. It's very funny. Amazing. Very great. I love it a lot. Everyone's great in it. Um, I do my own podcast with my friend Adam DeMarco, who I hope to have you as a guest I when he's in Toronto. To I look forward that's to it. That's called Acting is Cool. We have a Twitter. We talk Maybe about stuff. Maybe I need to go stuff. up the CN Tower before pretty, that. Hey, so I can feel <laughs> those tremors, baby. <laughs> feel the tremors. Order that duck <laughs> Um Yeah, just, uh, you know, fight the power.
0: Amazing. Thank you, Atticus. You're just a fabulous person, fabulous actor, and it's a real pleasure to be your friend. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, this is Chatting Between Takes, and that's a wrap.